0: Hey, y'all, this is Amanda with Unconventional Family, and you are listening to Sippin' Coffee and Spillin' Tea. We are going to get into all the things. Being a wife, a mother, a Christian, a business owner, an entrepreneur, there's no limit to what we're going to talk about. Y'all get ready. Hello, hello. What's up, sipping coffee, spilling tea, friends? We are going to hop in it. I am taking a quick break. If you watched any of my stories from, oh, what day was it? Monday? Monday. (laughs) We missed the deadline for taxes, uh, which doesn't surprise me. We usually file an extension because... Well, you know, there's just some areas of life we're thriving. The tax world we are not. We probably should be. Especially now. And I think we will be. Honestly, I'm waiting for the funds to create a... Unconventional family is going to be an LLC. So once that happens, we will definitely have to have all of our crap together. But until then, uh, we're just going to be a disaster in that area. But anyhow taking a quick break and I'm trying a new one we're doing the Dave Ramsey like tax filing thing and so I'm gonna try that and see and then I was going back because I'm pretty sure that I misplaced some of our tax stuff like I don't think I have all of Jason's w-2s I know I don't have any because I didn't work at all last year So I went on and like you can get your transcripts so you can see what the companies that you work for, like what they filed and all the amounts and stuff like that. It's completely free. You just have to create an account with the IRS, which now they're wanting you to do like the ID me account or whatever. And so I did that verified for me and I'm just waiting for a free evening for Jason for us to sit down and do his because you have to like take a picture of yourself and then you have to upload your driver's license and all that jazz Anyhow, so I'm going through and I'm looking at them and I'm just kind of reviewing like our previous year's tax returns and stuff. Y'all, I don't think we filed 2018 taxes. Like I'm pretty sure the IRS man is going to be standing at our door any day now I'm in like, uh, ma'am, four years ago, you didn't file your taxes. I could be wrong. I'm going to go back through and look at it. But I can't find anything for it and I am not about to call them because right now I heard that there's like a two to three hour wait and I ain't got time for that. But I don't think we did because there's no like transaction history for that. And we don't, we don't get tax returns, which I heard someone say one time that if, and we have in the past, we've, we've gotten tax returns before, but once we started when Jason started his real estate business, you don't get taxed on your real estate money and stuff like that, 1099s, but I heard someone say one time, and so it makes me not feel bad about not getting a tax return, but it was, if you're getting a tax return back at the end of the year, you're not making enough money, and so if you don't get a tax return, just see it as a good thing, because people who are making, you know, a lot of money usually have to pay in, which is us, we just, we have to make monthly payments on taxes, that's just... How we do it but anyhow i don't think we filed 2018 so i'm gonna go back and do that and then i gotta file 2021 taxes so it's gonna be a fun next few days i got all the wyatt stuff done for his financial aid and i know a lot of people whenever they hear financial aid they're like whoa, you don't want to get, and we're not, we're not letting him get any loans and stuff like that. I don't, I don't believe in student loans. I think they're absolutely ridiculous. But with his situation, it's really cool because, because he was in foster care for a year or a year, Jesus, Lord, help me. See, I don't even know what I'm talking about. A month, The state of Texas pays for almost all of his schooling. And right now we're trying to figure out if they're going to pay for housing as well. Because where he's going, he's going to technical school. They don't have like dorms and stuff. They have like apartments that belong to the school. And so it's more expensive than a dorm. I think I was looking yesterday. I think it's almost $900 a month for his apartment. But it comes fully furnished and all of his bills and stuff are included. And then, of course, we're going to get him like a meal plan so that during the week he can have, I think they serve two meals on the meal plan. We'll figure that out. We're taking him at the end of the month to do his like formal orientation and a tour of the school and we get to tour the housing. So I'll know because I'm like, bub, you're going to want like a toaster oven. And so I'm trying to start a list, two of things that I know that he's going to need so that we don't forget anything when we move him in. Or I'm gonna be shipping a whole lot of stuff from Amazon uh to his apartment. <laughs> so, anyways, just you know, all the all the fun things over here. That's that's what we've been doing. And as far as a good story, I didn't get one offline today because I have a good story coming straight up out of the McCutcheon house. And Yesterday, my phone rang and it says, Mr. Crawley, Mr. Crawley is our principal at the school. And so he's calling me and this is his personal phone. And I'm like, what the heck is going on? Like, I'm like, if Wyatt's in trouble, his dad is there. Jason is there at the school, like, go get him. Like, I'm not dealing with it. I'm at home. But it wasn't, it wasn't anything bad. He was messing with me. He's like, oh yeah, it's Wyatt. And then he was like, no, it's Jason. I need you to come get him. I suspended him. (laughs) And so then he's like, no, I'm just kidding. He won employee of the month, which is here in Bartlett, they call it bulldog of the month. And so he was just asking if me and the boys would come up to the board meeting that they were having last night and be there for them to present this award to Jason. And Jason didn't know. So he wanted us to keep it a secret. So of course, whenever Jason walks into the board meeting, because he thought that they were having a meeting for paraprofessionals to sign their contracts for next year, if they were coming back next year. And so that's what he thought it was. And sure enough, it wasn't. He was getting an award for Bulldog of the Month. So that, that's the good news coming out of here. I'm super proud of him. Who would have thought, you know, he graduated in 2000 the year 2000, I think. Yes, they won. Yeah, they won their state football championship in 99. And he was a senior that year. So he graduated in 2000. And here we are 22 years later, he is employee of the month at the school that he graduated from. So the school that he was a complete turd at, by the way, might I add, I don't, (laughs) he didn't get student of the month, I can tell you that whenever he was there. But we're super proud of him. And he's, doing fabulous work up at the school. And he's super excited about next year of the possibility of getting to teach Bible and stuff like that. So if you get a chance, send him a text or a message and just tell him congratulations. He was, he was super happy about it. And then I'm y'all, this one's different. I'm not doing a quote today because I was just in the bathtub taking a quick mental break. And I don't know what it is about like a hot soak or a long drive like out in the country, just makes my brain rack. And I was listening to a podcast. If you don't listen to Jennifer Allwood, go follow her and listen to her podcast. If It's not for everyone. If you're wanting to start a business or you have a business and you're wanting to grow a business, but she bases everything like growing business and stuff like that and relationships that you have with other businesses, she always connects it to the Bible. And she actually has now as much as she's grown she does she just went on like a conference trip with lisa Brevere so like the woman knows her stuff like she's pretty well known in like the women's business industry as like a life coach or a business coach her and her family are from kansas city missouri but look her up she's freaking awesome but she was talking about having the moses mindset and then i started like thinking i'm like you know what hold on. I'm getting off track. I'm going to confuse y'all. Jason had a meeting with our pastor last night. We're expanding our church and we are going to open a location here in Bartlett. Now listen, if you know me and you know anything that we've ever talked about church, I absolutely 100% do not want to be, have never wanted to be a pastor's wife. I've never wanted to be in charge of a church. That is not something that is ever, that is not a desire of mine. I just have never wanted it and so I started thinking because we're opening one here in Bartlett and guess where it's gonna start on my back patio and so and Jason and our pastor they're gonna like co-pastor and stuff like that I think Jason's gonna be campus pastor and stuff and I just was thinking I'm like you don't get to choose your calling like God created you for a calling once you learn to lean into it and not fight it I feel like God gives you like all of these like the Bible says he'll give you the desires of your heart. That wasn't a desire of mine until and I still am a little bit not wanting I just I don't want to be a pastor's wife. Just something I just don't like. I don't like that title. And not saying that I don't like the people that do it. God bless you. I just don't want that title. Like I just want to be Amanda. And that's what I'm going to be. You know, I'm, I am not going to be first lady or any of that stuff. I'm going to be Amanda. I'm going to be exactly who I am all of the time. I'm, I'm not changing who I am because of a stinking title, but being in this town that I didn't want to come to. I fought moving to Bartlett for years. I just never wanted to do it. And then we did it. And I feel like God has put desires in my heart, right? Like it says that he will give you the desires of your heart, which I think a lot of times we think that it's the desire that we have in us that he will give to us. But here's here's the way that I look at it. He's going to put in your heart your desires If you are in his will, and those desires will be desires for what he created you for. I hope that makes sense. Like, he's going to physically give you the desires. He's going to put them in your heart. And I have a desire for community in this town. And that's definitely something God has put in me because it's not anything like naturally that I would have come up with. Like I don't have a burden for a town or never have. And I've always kept you like my friend groups pretty, pretty small. I I am outgoing and I love being around people. I'm just very, it takes me a minute and I observe a lot before I jump right into like love and acceptance and stuff like that. So this is definitely a new chapter, but I just started thinking like, once you lean in, and I don't even know so much of it's leaning in, but once you just accept the calling that God has put on your life, and you press into that, and you just kind of throw your hands up in complete surrender, and you're like, you know what, whatever you want, I'm willing to do that, even if it's uncomfortable at times, even if it gets messy sometimes, and A really cool thing has come out of these family dinners that we are doing. And we just had one on Sunday. And after everybody left, which it was late, it was probably like 1130. Me and Jason sat around for about five minutes. We're like, you know what? That was the best one yet. And it wasn't the one with the most people. And it wasn't, there wasn't anything like special that happened other than like we had cornhole going on. We had like ladies sitting around. We were chit-chatting and laughing. The guys were sitting at a table outside. They were playing a card game. I think they were like playing poker or something like that. And like music was going and it was just, it, it was a different group of people. We had I think like three or four people that had never been to family dinner before they were there. And then we ended up sitting around after a few people left and we played um, the card game BS. And there were like seven of us there and we just laughed and listened to music and we drank our sodas. And it just, it felt so good. I feel like everyone left there not like just with full bellies, but like full in their hearts. And it was just kind of like in this moment where I'm like this... This is what it's going to be like here as far as our ministry and like church and stuff like that. I don't feel like it's going to be like your typical Sunday morning church. And I mean, we're starting it. I think it's going to be a one evening during the week and stuff like that. And anyways, a whole bunch more details coming. And I think that that's, it's going to be a very unconventional church, which I'm like, heck yeah, like we call ourselves the unconventional family. Like what, what a better way than to to bring people to God, maybe in an unconventional way. And it's just, I feel like because we completely have surrendered ourselves to whatever you want us to do, God, we're going to do it. And we couldn't be happier There are moments where it almost feels too heavy and it does feel frustrating because you're like, why did you call me to do this? Like some of it's hard, but deep down on the inside, there's like this abundance of joy and peace that, that I don't think that we've ever been in because we are like smack dab in that we are in the eye. If, if God's will is a hurricane, we are in the eye of the storm. I'm excited. I'm excited for what God is doing. And so that I was just going to make my own quote. And it's once you accept the call of God on your life and not just accept it, but you embrace it you will, you'll find the true meaning. You'll find the desires that God has put into your heart. And I feel like that's where you have like internal peace and internal joy. Not saying that everything is going to be happy-go-lucky because good God, yes almighty, we've got bad days. We have days that we are struggling and days that sometimes we don't even want God. Like just stop like asking us to do things. But majority of the time and then internally, We we have this piece that that I don't it's been a while I think since we've we've really had that we know exactly what God put us here to do. And so we are leaning as hard as we can into that. So yeah, that's it. And then I thought there was something else I was going to talk about but maybe not. Maybe that's for oh, I think that's for Saturday's podcast. Sorry, I was trying to get all my ducks in a row here so that I don't miss anything. But I am I came up with I know I didn't do it last week. This week I came up with the three the three practical things that could or could not be life-changing, but they will better your life or better you in some way. And I don't know if I've talked about this before. I almost feel like I have, but I put it back on the list. Have a morning and an evening routine. Just give yourself like a 20 or 30 minute morning routine. Like for me, I get up, I grab a Diet Coke out of the fridge, I go outside, I sit. That's kind of when I do like, I just observe the morning and listen to the birds. I sit and scroll my phone, which I know a lot of people say don't get straight up out of bed and do that. I don't, I just get on and catch up on like Instagram stories and stuff. And so I, that's just how I start my day. And then once I've sat there for about five or 10 minutes, I go inside and I make a cup of coffee, but I have to start with a cold diet Coke first. And so I get my coffee. I go back outside typically for about another 30 minutes. It takes me a while to like get up and get going. Sometimes I'll have two cups of coffee out there. Then I come in and I do the same exact thing every morning. I pick up the living room, I straighten up the pillows, I fold the blankets, I turn on YouTube jazz music. They have like these morning coffee jazz channels and it'll just play like real light jazz music or you can find like different like nature ones and stuff. And it just sets the like mood of like peace for the house. I'll turn on my Scentsy, change it out if it's not smelling, you know, super fresh. I go in, I make sure, like I put up all the dishes that were washed from the night before usually there's a dish or two in the sink for my oldest child who thinks that he needs to have a bowl of cereal every night at like 2 a.m. and I just do a quick pickup you know of the kitchen and then I come in like I wipe down the bathroom I just do the same thing every morning and it literally takes me maybe 30 minutes and then my house is spotless for the rest of the day And it's just such a good feeling first thing in the morning to just get it done, light your candles, I'll throw in a load of laundry and that's that's how you stay on top of things and then have an evening routine. I have already talked about this. Like I do not go to bed with dirty dishes. Every night before I go to bed, I wash my face, I brush my teeth. I am like a midday shower person. Like it's a one o'clock right now. I'm talking to y'all. I have wet hair. I just got out of the shower. I'm putting on my makeup. I'm just a midday shower person. I usually wash my feet because I won't get in my bed with dirty feet. But if you're an evening shower person, like take your evening shower and just kind of chill. And then me and Oliver have like a certain routine that we do. And I don't know, it's just so good once you get into a routine. And what is it, 20, is it 21 days to create a good habit? Or is that to break one? I don't remember. But just do it for like a month. And I promise a morning and an evening routine. Like It could be life changing. Or it could just be something that you really enjoy doing. Another thing. Read for 20 minutes a day. And I don't not like Bible study reading. I'm talking about like pick up a book and read for 20 minutes a day. Y'all, I did this yesterday. This isn't something that I've like been... I have not created a habit out of this yet. So I'm going to be doing it with y'all if you're going to do it. But I got the book, You Were Created for Such a Time as This by Kaylee. Is it Kaylee or Kylie? Oh my gosh. I don't even have it sitting here with me. McEnany, I think is... She was the press secretary for Donald Trump. And she wrote a book. And I read the first chapter yesterday. Yesterday evening, I don't even know if it was, yeah, it was evening. I just, like, my brain needed a break from tax stuff and then college stuff for Wyatt. I made a fresh cup of coffee. I went and sat on my front porch and I just read. And I I can't even, it like, refreshed me or, like, rejuvenated me and gave me some energy to put my mind on something else, like it wasn't anything that I needed to be doing. It wasn't anything that had a deadline on it. Like I could just be and it was absolutely gorgeous outside yesterday. And I don't know, I that's just that's gonna be my new thing. Between like six and seven o'clock, I grab my evening coffee and I go out and I read a book and Hopefully, I can stick with that because I want to be a reader. I want to be one so bad, but you don't get to say you want to be something and not put effort into it because then you don't really want to be it. You just like saying that you want to be it, right? And then this is one I came up with right after I got out of the shower. I'm like, you know what? I feel like a lot of people don't do this, but it makes me feel absolutely amazing. And I can't put clothes on until I do. As soon as I get out of the bathtub, I shut the door to my room. And I just rip that towel off and I am standing booty butt naked under my fan and I lather up with lotion. Like, you know, especially since we're going into summer y'all, nobody wants to see your ashy elbows and your knees and your dried up leather looking legs. But I'll tell you, like, it makes you feel so good. And then like, I just, I'm an air dry person. Like, I like to just sprawl out on my bed under the fan and just dry that way. Just complete air dry. And so I do that. Like the next time you get out of the shower, just strip down in the middle of your room right under the fan because usually I'm hotter than Hades coming out of a hot bathtub. And then I just lather up with like cold lotion and then just fall on the bed and just let it dry before I put my clothes on. To me, that's life changing. <laughs> I don't, maybe not any of the other things, but that right there lather your body with lotion. Don't be an old dry crocodile alligator woman whenever you get out of the shower. So yeah, those are my little three practical advices or suggestions, I guess you could say. But anyways, I'm going to get out of here. I'm going to finish up my makeup. And then I've actually got a study for my Bible study tonight. If you are not In you are you can join. We are doing the Priscilla Schreier Elijah Faith and Fire Bible study. I've got a women's group on Facebook that we're doing. So if you're wanting to join, send me a text, a DM. Uh, I am absolutely terrible at checking Facebook messages. So find me on Instagram because that's that's where I live, is right there. I just I'm not a fan of Facebook, I can't stand it. It irritates me, it drives me nuts. I know. I have to get better about putting like unconventional stuff out there, but I just, I don't know. Something about Facebook just rubs me the wrong way and I don't like it, but I like y'all and I love y'all and I hope y'all have a fantastic rest of your week and I will see you Saturday morning. Y'all have a good one.